Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. says is going to sit on the throne of David and literally rule the world from Jerusalem. But quite possibly from the, the way this is worded, David himself, because he's coming back with us too, you know, will be like a vice regent or prime minister. He will govern Israel. It's an interesting thing to consider, but he says it'll be at that point, it'll be forever. As Pastor Robert continues our study of Ezekiel in today's message, we'll get a glimpse of the glorious future we have in Christ. As much as this world has been descending further into wickedness, this descent will have a swift end. God is a God of redemption, and that's his plan for this world and all those who accept him. Now let's join Pastor Robert in the book of Ezekiel chapter 37 for Community Night on Main Thing Radio. prophesies to the bones, they start to connect to each other, which tells us what? Well, they were disconnected. And now they become skeletons and they're, they're clicking together and you're seeing all this. And he's watching as the, the sinews, the muscle and the ligaments and, and, and the, the skin wraps around it. But they're still just now not dead bones, but now they're dead bodies. Ephesians chapter 2, the first part, I'm not going to read it, but it, it tells us, Paul writing to the Ephesians, he's, he speaks of us as being dead prior to the Spirit of God giving us life. We're dead in our trespasses and sins, right? Spiritually, we're dead. He's saying to Israel, you're, you're dead, but I'm going to make you alive. It's a promise of salvation, once again, to the nation, to the people of Israel. He says, I'm going to put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and performed it, says the Lord. Now, the process is begun, but as we'll see before we're finished, what he, what he promises in Ezekiel is that every Jew will be in Israel and every Jew will be made alive by the spirit of God, which tells us that they'll be in Christ at that point because it, it doesn't happen without, without Jesus. Again, verse 15, again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, as for you, son of man, take a stick for yourself and write on it for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companions. Then take another stick and write on it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companions. Then join them, one to another, for yourself into one stick. They'll become one in your hand. And when the children of your people speak to you, saying, Will you not show us what you mean by these? What's, what's, what's up with the sticks? Say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Surely I'll take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel, his companions, and I will join 
them with it with the stick of Judah and make them one stick and they will be one in my hand and the sticks on which you write will be in your hand before their eyes. Then say to them, thus says the Lord God, surely I'll take the children of Israel from among the nations wherever they've gone and I'll gather them from every side and bring them into their own land and I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel and one king shall be king over them. They shall no longer be two nations, nor shall they ever be divided into two kingdoms again. They shall not defile themselves anymore with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions. But I will deliver them from all their dwelling places in which they've sinned and will cleanse them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. David, my servant, shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd, They shall also walk in my judgments and observe my statutes and do them. Then they shall dwell in the land that I've given to Jacob, my servant, where your fathers dwelt. And they shall dwell there, they, their children, their children's children, forever. And my servant David shall be their prince forever. Moreover, I'll make a covenant of peace with them, and it shall be an everlasting covenant with them. I will establish them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in their midst Forevermore, my tabernacle also shall be with them. Indeed, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The nations also will know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel when my sanctuary is in their midst forevermore. Do you see what God is promising to them here? I mean, he's, it, it's, a, it's a clear thing. When the people of Israel were scattered, they, they had been divided into two. And you, you had the The southern kingdom, which was Judah, where Jerusalem is, and then the northern kingdom was referred to as Israel, and the capital was Samaria. But they'd been been divided with two separate kings, two separate kingdoms, and and God says, that's not going to be the case anymore. When I bring you back, you're going to be one nation. When I bring you back, David is going to be your king. You see, there's been a process started, but God says... David is going to be your king. It's an interesting thing to consider. You know, when, when the, the rapture happens, the church is taken out, and, and I believe it's going to be at the beginning of that seven-year period of tribulation. And, and then at the three-and-a-half-year mark, more or less, when Antichrist demands to be worshipped and he violates the peace that, um, that he has ratified, the peace treaty, at that point, and, and um, he changes the rules, changes the rules of the game on them and, and so forth, and everything goes, goes nuts for three and a half years. All hell breaks loose, quite literally, because Satan himself takes possession of this man known as the Antichrist, and it's, it's, um, you have the, the horrors of, what is it, Revelation 8 through 16? But you have... At the end of that period, the Bible says Jesus is bringing us back with him to planet Earth, and he's going to establish his kingdom and the the worldwide capital of which will be Jerusalem. And I love what one of the commentators suggested. He's like, you know, Jesus, the Bible says, is going to sit on the throne of David and literally rule the world from Jerusalem. But quite possibly, from the the way this is worded, David himself, because he's coming back with us too, you know, will be like a vice regent or prime minister. He will govern Israel. 
It's an interesting thing to consider, but he says it'll be at that point, it'll be forever. Now for verse for chapter 38. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog, G-O-G, of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him. And say, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all its troops, the house of Togarma from the far north, and all its troops, many people are with you. Prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days you will be visited, and in the latter years you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations, and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend, coming like a storm, covering the land like a cloud, you and all your troops and many peoples with you. Now, there's a whole bunch of names here that some, some of them are familiar, some of them are not as familiar, and all kinds of questions come up. Gog. And I, I saw different definitions for the, for the word. It, it, like one of the definitions that I saw is that Gog, G-O-G, means mountain. Another one was it, it kind of uh, indicated that it's a euphemism for dictator, the, the, the man on top of the mountain, the top man. And, and that seems to be what's being implied here because he's referred to as a ruler. When you see prince, quite often the, the idea is, is ruler. It's not necessarily, you know, thinking in terms of a monarchy. It's, it's thinking more in terms of power, position. That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. 
We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.